We're Not Dead, a podcast about a story of survival. Bang, 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 bang. Welcome to episode 37 of We're Not Dead, the official community podcast for We're Live. I say that apprehensively because I can never remember, even though Nick just told me literally five seconds ago. 37. And hi, Nick. <laughs> Hello, two, Brittany. Two, two, two guesses as to why he's laughing right two, now. Well, anyone. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that he's like special <laughs> and two maybe it's because your favorite character was killed off which brings me yeah. to our guest Wraith you may remember him from the old retro days of we're not dead why 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 it's not fair <laughs> no, wait, Rafe, not were fair. you were you the guest when it sounded like you were like falling out of an airplane or something You're yes like, okay. yes that was me <laughs> do I still sound like that I certainly hope no no no, I, I hope no your mic sounds really good actually I'm no now you just oh, sound cool, like awesome. you got your head outside of a car Oh, oh don't, he's just fucking with you. I'm kidding. Oh. So, yes. I took that seriously. Listeners, we have Wraith with us, and he is known I... as Angel's number one fanboy. And I believe we had Nick and Wraith on. Well, not anymore, because he's You're dead. You're his number one mourner now. But um, I believe yeah. we had you two on at one point a while ago, didn't we? Yes, a very, very long while ago. A very, very long while ago. Yeah. Gosh, that was funny. Because you guys always had some sort of, like, fun, like, rivalry on the forums, correct? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you could call it fun. I guess Nick had fun because he was winning the whole time. I was just like fighting Blindly for my life. fighting. No, he could make it. You wanted. You were, you were fighting a losing battle. I'm sorry. You wanted Angel to uh, lead the whole time. I, I thought he could be a leader. I thought he had the potential. And guess, well, apparently not because he's no, dead he can't now. can't lead so from the grave, my guess man. Guess we'll never find out. <laughs> well, it is a zombie story. You never know. He couldn't know he's not leading from the grave. He got a bullet uh, in the head. Oh, hey, by the way, if you haven't listened to this week's episode, sorry for the spoiler. I was just going to say, <laughs> spoilers, by the way, if you haven't listened, Angel kind of dies. But, I mean, we can you know, uh, get into that. Okay, so I will hop into the episode recap. And, as always, feel free to interrupt with any thoughts, questions, and or comments. Can I interrupt with maniacal laughter every time we talk about Angel? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll interrupt with just un- unconsolable sobbing. Oh, so if you hear crying uh, in the background, he- don't worry. It's just Wraith. It's his Datu imitation. <laughs> it's just, yeah, Wraith being uh, a little bitch, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for being so understanding. <laughs> you had to expect this coming on, dude. You had to expect uh, this. What? That he would die? I didn't I see mean, that one coming, coming at all. To we're not dead. You have to. Oh yeah, that that one I did see. The moment I knew Nick was gonna be on, I knew it was over. I hear knocking. Who is it? Hello, Governor. Okay. My name's Pippin. Sorry about that. I think you need to shoot me in the face. This way. She's down here. You said she's okay though, right? You, you haven't done anything to her. No, we haven't. She's just quarantined. I don't understand. She's not turning. It was hard to understand over the radio. We're not sure either. Michael and Riley are being taken to quarantine Tanya. Now, apparently they need to wait until the, they needed to wait until the sedatives kicked in. Well, we had to wait till the sedatives wore off, wore off, wore off to take blood. Before they could take blood samples and her bite marks were under, under a jacket, jacket underneath, underneath straps. straps. So team blah, nurse Britt. Blah, blah. Yeah. All y'all haters can shut up now. I had my reasons. I'm legit. Sure you are. Whatever. So the colonel, the colonel said that they'd normally give someone the quote million dollar walk. It was a million dollar, million mile. It was mile. Million mile. I don't million know why. <laughs> I wrote million dollar walk in my recap. 
Okay, I will take the million dollar walk. I don't care that it means I'm about to be sent out to die. That's a million dollars. Yes, ma'am. I will take that. Uh, yes. Uh, usually, when we find something like this, we give them the million-mile walk. But I decided to bring you here first. Okay, so, um, but in this case, they brought Michael and Riley first. He said the, the wound, wound looks, looks old, old, but Tanya won't talk to them, so they don't really know what's going on. But I don't know for sure, because she won't talk to us. So Michael asked Tanya to show him the bite marks. There's indentation of several human teeth and small scars. Tanya said it happened about a month ago. It was the slow turner she told him about. She said it was thoroughly cleaned afterwards. But he was churned, correct? The one that bit you? Not all the way. Well, that's all I needed to know. Wait! It was cleaned afterwards very thoroughly. And I have no signs of changing either. You can see that. It then kind of becomes one of those come to Tanya's defense conversations. Michael vows for Tanya's experience and expertise, but the colonel seems to actually be listening. He asks Tanya what a slow turner is. Slow turner? What is that? Tanya says it can take up to weeks for a slow turner to succumb. The colonel tells Tanya to get comfortable and tells Riley and Michael that she will stay in there. It could be forever, though. But Michael just tells Tanya she'll be in there for maybe, maybe a few, few days. days. We'll see. He didn't want to crush her. I'll talk with him. Okay, I can handle that. Tanya then asks where everyone else is. Riley and Michael tell her it's just going to be them there, and they reassure Tanya that everything is going to be okay. So, I have something to say. So, um, do you think it's unreasonable that uh that they that they might quarantine Tanya forever no like, for coming from where they're coming from like is it is it like compute like because I, I remember people some people getting really upset no, about see, that. like I think it's reasonable considering you know she's told them you know she's seen slow turners they took weeks to turn and yeah. it's only been a month which is only four weeks so she could eventually turn plus it's like I mean can you really try I like okay if it's like these people just came into your your base right and can you really you can because just nurse like that? Britt knows what's going on and nurse Britt knows that it's an old wound <laughs> however no I, I see what you're saying I mean I don't blame them for being the way they are I mean I think if she's still like not a zombie in like a month okay yeah. maybe she can come out but for some reason I have this feeling in my gut she's not getting out yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Really? I don't think that she gets. Uh, I think that she actually probably will. Um, will maybe, die in that cell. All no, long. you know, I was about to say maybe she's going to turn, but if she turns, Ooh. that means the cell turns, and that starts opening a slip, yeah. opening up on a slippery should, slope. So yeah, we'll save this for our later. I'm going to. I'm going re- to rethink that part of it later. So on. then, we're alive goes in a completely different direction, and we switch to an entirely different scene. Hey, hey, hey! This thing on? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good, okay. So, the prisoner is awake finally, but we're not sure for how long. Could only have a little while, so Durai told us to record it. I'm gonna go in now and ask him a few qu- Oh, wait, wait, Scratch, Scratch, hey! Hey, I couldn't find you. Get over here. So Tardis what? is recording himself and is talking about how the patient is now awake. He finds Scratch and tells her the patient is awake and she's irritated that she didn't know earlier because apparently this anonymous person doesn't stay awake for long periods of time. I was like, I was like, oh, is it Angel? Is it Angel? Is it Angel? And then the next part comes where it's like, oh, yeah, he's not getting back up. And I was like, oh, crap, I hope it's Bert. I hope it's not Angel. <laughs> Please be Bert. Please let it be Bert. Please be Bert. I'll even, t- <laughs> even Lizzie. Let it be Lizzie. Let it be Lizzie. I know. Oh, I, honestly, great. my first thought was maybe, like, the patient is Lizzie who, like, just squirted out a child. And now her pregnancy oh, is complicated. Whoa. I know. I'm just saying. Okay, so anyway. So Durai wants them to ask the patient about ammunition stores, etc., but Scratch doesn't want to waste time asking about that, and when does she ever listen to Durai anyway? 
She then asks <laughs> um, where quote, the ring is and tells Tar that it's a birthright. And that Scratch and Durai have one as well. And Scratch calls the prisoner, quote, one of them, and that he is, quote, one of the family, even if he doesn't represent it. I don't get why that thing's so important. What is it? A birthright. So why did he have one? What's it mean? Because he was born with it. That's what it fucking means. Nope, I get that. You and Durai have one, that I get. But him, he's not... He's still one of us. Part of one of the families. Whether he represents it or not. They call Bricks over to help, even though he's guarding someone female. Who could it be? Could it be Lizzie? Ah. Could it be Hannah? Who knows? So Dr. Jason is a person who advises against anyone interacting with the patient and asks the lovely Mahler to talk with him outside. Once they're outside of the room, he informs them that the patient is slowly, painfully dying, and hopefully he won't have much longer to suffer. The yeah, that thing- was great. Mm-hmm. That was like... That was fun. Oh, was and if you time. didn't know, listeners, the doctor was the walk-on role that won the auction. Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't know that. And he was, yep, that was Dr. Jason, who he, is legitimately a doctor yeah, in real life. He really? He was amazing. Yeah. I don't think oh, anyone wow. knew he was the walk-on. So, um, yeah. He did really good. Yeah, we're going to have really him good. on in a future episode of We're Not Dead, FYI. So, that'll be fun. Okay, so. Cool. The Maulers go back inside the room but leave the doctor outside. The patient comes too, and Scratch has an insanely creepy calming voice. Oh, man, so freaking creepy. I even Oh, yes. I left a comment on um, Jenna McComey's Facebook page, and I'm like, dude, remind me never, never to have Scratch try to soothe me. It was- <laughs> when is Scratch not creepy? She's either super creepy or super angry and scary. Oh, God, so- though, but serious kudos, Jenna. That was brilliant. Uh, yes. So she pulls out the ring that she found inside his pocket after they picked him up. We find out that this patient is, in fact, Angel. You know what this is. I found this in your pocket after we picked you up. I know who you are, Angel Tenuto. <laughs> With that nose and that chin, Scratch said she'd find out eventually who he was. She also goes on to say that Angel must understand how important family is. Seeing as what he did for John, she really appreciated it, and that his dad would be, be so, so proud, proud of him you. if he were still alive. If he were still alive? Are you trying to kill him? Does it look like I am? Hey! Hey! Hey, easy! Okay, sore subject. So you're not Um, Angel kind of like seizes, not really, but he's freaking out, you can tell, after that comment about his father. Scratch then goes on to say, okay, sore subject. I actually laughed out loud at that. I thought that was really (laughs) funny. Um, You know what? I I didn't think it was funny. I thought thought you found anything in this section funny. (laughs) Really? Even though she was like, okay, sore subject. No, whatever. Maybe I'm just... I was eating cereal, and then I was just like, wait, wait, what? Angel, he's dying. And then I was like, damn it, I can't eat cereal anymore. Just killed my cereal eating experience. Oh, God, you're traumatized now. <laughs> yep. Um, I can never have lucky charms. <laughs> they're not very lucky, apparently, for you. They don't bring you any good <laughs> No amount of horseshoes can bring him back. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Quote of the year. Okay. Um, so after that, um, Angel, after Angel's little freak out, she goes on to say, It's okay, you're not him. You may have his name, but you're different. Angel's hands are fucked up because we found out Repelling he repelled down, down a, a metal, metal wire, wire, but there was a uh, tanker at the bottom, which I think kind of screwed up everything. Wasn't a bad plan. Too bad the tanker was at the bottom. Scratch tries to get Angel to tell him where Michael and company are, but all Angel does is write down no. I'm gonna give this another try. You... No. 
eventually, after much prodding, he writes, Fuck you. Scratch. That causes Scratch to react like any typical normal person and causes her to, you know, shoot Angel and kill him. No, yes. No. Yes. That's not no, true. No. See, That's impossible. All, all that really was happening was she was playing catch with him. He was supposed to catch the bullet and then throw it back. It just so <laughs> happens that he missed and oh. it caught him in the forehead. And then oh, <laughs> bullets. That's all. God, it was a friendly game of catch. I didn't mean to shoot him, <laughs> officer. Just hit him in the forehead. Oh, God. Um, oh. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Angel Tenuto is dead. He is worm fodder. Oh. Yes. Uh, Scratch then said the entire point of her talking to him was to try to fish information out, but since he wasn't going to tell them anything, she sort of kind of fixed the problem herself. And now she'll have to use another source to get her information, and hello, Bert McBertson. I have something I want to talk to you about. I ain't got nothing to say to you. That's okay. It's just you now, and we have all the time in the world. Birdie pants. Birdie pants. Uh, Why does the old dude get to live? Oh, God. <laughs> he was already, he's already you like, oh, come on. How, how much How much does that guy have left to offer? Come on. So, couple, couple years. Yeah. Couple uh, years. You, come on. A couple years of awesome. Yeah, everyone needs a grandpa figure. Angel's got like 40 years of like, you know, mediocrely and, you know. No one wants it. Angel's genes. Just oh, saying. come on. Come on. Um, Riley wants him. Yeah, so Burr is chained up. You can hear the chains rattling. I was really hoping he was going to say, I have nothing to say to you, Scarface. I was really hoping for, you know, the Scarface remark, but yep. alas, we didn't get it. But that's okay. I still felt really good to hear Bert. And Nick, was it did, was it last week that you said we needed to hear from these guys? I, yeah, it was last. <laughs> that whole episode, I, I, I honestly, suppose, was a blur I suppose to me. Rafe, I, 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 I apologize because I begged for Angel to come back last week and and, and he and did. And now he's dead. <laughs> he made a brief Thanks appearance. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, so let's, let's talk uh, yeah, about Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, dude. <laughs> let's talk about this angel thing. So, Wraith, from like an honest, like, smart, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, like mature mindset as an angel fan, how do you feel about his death? The, the, the detached, the detached, detach yourself from the fanboy. Yeah, and, there we go. Uh, Thanks. That's what I'm looking for here. About how he died? I, I, I wish he didn't die. Like, that would have, it would. Damn it. I wish he didn't die. Like, I and uh, <laughs> Damn it. Okay, this no. is part of the grieving period. Let it all out. Well, okay, so. <laughs> he's in anger right now. I know. He's in the anger phase. So, so I had. Well, anyway, I had finals this week, right? So this Monday, this Monday morning, I woke up at like five. I was cramming for an accounting final. Mm-hmm. So at nine, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to go eat breakfast and I'm going to watch or listen to the We're Alive. And I'm eating breakfast. And then and then it's like, oh, Angel's dead. And I was like, ah, damn it. That just killed it. It's just like. <laughs> Oh, oh, there goes my cramming. And that's why you failed your finals. I'm sure your nope. your teacher will appreciate that excuse. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, my favorite character on the show died. You just don't understand Angel died this morning. Oh my God, who's Angel? He's a fictitious character in a podcast I listen to about zombies. Well, it sounds like people are in the denial phase because, um, let's see, we got Chogi Dog who says, I'm just hoping that it's a cliffhanger like Hopes that Scratch shot his life support machine. Like the radio. It's a thin hook to grasp at, but I'll hold on to it for at least two more weeks. And then Memis wrote, Well, I don't think Scratch killed the real Angel. With Burns Oliver's body, identification of him, wouldn't it be possible? Angel is my favorite character. Then Casey Whalen piped in and said, No cliffhanger. She didn't shoot the life support machine. He's done. <laughs> dot, dot, Thanks, dot. Casey. <laughs> you had to kill all hope, too. You want to kick us while they're down? 
there's a huge difference between when you listen to the the radio get shot that la- you hear it hit metal. Man, you heard the splat. You heard oh, you, his really, brain. I, see, I haven't listened on my kick-ass headphones yet, so you can't hear it. Listen splat. on your kick-ass headphones. You hear the bullet impacting flesh, and it is really gruesome. Ooh. The other thing is, uh, I remember the doctor was Ooh, saying something. The the doctor was saying something along the lines of, uh, he he's like, I mean, they called him an it at one point, yeah. and it's just like he's uh, yeah. like he's not coming back, you know, like he's like he's either gonna die slowly and painfully or get shot. Like so, after they put him in that situation, like I mean, it's like you might as well just end it for him because there's he's not he's not gonna walk out of that or, or be yeah exactly. There's no coming back. I mean, that. So for God's like, you can also I mean I my, I didn't hear the whole flesh stuff which i'm really anxious to listen to now but you also you know the life support the i mean what jason dr jason come in do like a whatever they're called and clear and like you know i know that's not gonna happen yeah Yeah. you 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 could try to do that with someone with a hole in their head but i feel like it's not gonna work (laughs) there may be you can try to give them cpr as much as you want but i feel like every time you pump their chest there's gonna be a little squirt of blood out their head just maybe about this but i can't help it Sorry. Uh, I, uh, you know it, it's it's lightening the mood because it re- like I will I readily I of course we all know that I, I do not believe that Angel was what you know Wraith believed he could be. Uh, I still did enjoy the character, and it was very shocking. Like when Samantha died, that was like heart wrenching and horrific. It was terrible. This was just horrific. Really. Just, to me, it was really horrific listening to and just imagining Angel scarred and and burned and like probably tied to the bed so he can't scratch at anything that's probably itching because burns itch like that. <laughs> oh. And and you know having these three people that he know that he hates and having that really creepy Jenna McCombie soothing scratch voice, which is so man disingenuous. This was just horrific to listen to in my head. It was like, wow, this is such a horrible way to go. Plus, so, you heard you the know, splat, which I haven't heard. I, I mean, I'm yes, I, I, <laughs> and I and I did hear the splat. I just I just wish he could have gone out like Kalani style, you know, like Kalani, like that was that's the way to go. Like if you're ever gonna go, like take a helicopter and just take out like the like the big enemy. Like I w- I wish like if he was to die, or I wish he died that way instead of you know like in a hospital bed alone. Hey man, he took to us talk. Whole- he took out the whole tower. I think he, the tower is going down anyway, right? No, no, no. He grabbed on the table and he just yanked it. He just supermaned it down to the ground. Oh, he was, it course. was intense. <laughs> yeah. Does that does that make you feel any better? But the tanker kind uh, of like kicked his ass. Well, yeah. See, I don't get that part because it's like, why? Okay, if that tanker wasn't there, he would have just magically made it. It's like he's still gonna hit the ground. Like, no, that's just what caused all the burns on his body. That would explode. Oh, oh. That's why. That's like oh. him. Him falling to his apparent death was one thing, and then landing into a freaking diesel fire. He did not, did not know. Like, everything that could possibly go wrong for that guy, it went wrong. The, the only thing that didn't go, that didn't happen to him was Lady didn't pee on him while he was on fire. <laughs> That's really <laughs> it. That's like, the only geez. thing that would make it worse, is that Lady marked him. <laughs> and she probably would have if she hadn't been on the helicopter. <laughs> oh, so that's just a terrible, oh. terrible, but funny Mitchell image. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! All right. Um, this is this is such a gallows humor episode of oh, We're Not Dead. What's wrong with me? I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm very you know when I wrote down I was doing the recap and I wrote Angel is dead. Like I was like whoa, <laughs> you know. Then it kind of hit me that Angel's dead, but 
but now I'm laughing because I have this mental image of him on fire with broken tibias and getting pissed off by a dog. <laughs> what? Terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. Um, Bozilla wrote, poor angel. It's almost the same as what happened to Chef once Isaac left the cast of South Park. <laughs> Shane leaves his upright, uptight, wordy, health-conscious soldier becomes a pile of unmoving, messed-up flesh that can only grunt, oh. draw a few letter words, and turns out to be a madman. Either that, or it's a Super Bowl ring, or like the astronauts get a fraternity. I've run out of rings in Columbo episodes. I don't understand that reference. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even understand that reference, and I'm a worthless wealth of knowledge. Oh, yes, you are very worthless. Matt Gossett wrote, I started listening the second hate. time and got depressed being reminded Angel was dead. He went out like a gangsta. Friginators. I was so, so sad. I somewhat saw it coming, although I did have a glimmer of hope, but I knew once Scratch wasn't getting what she wanted, it was over. I'm honestly speechless. I can't believe Angel is dead. I just really can't. If Saul died, I would have understood, but Angel, he had so much left to do. He was supposed to leave. God fucking damn it. He evolved so much, and now he's just dead. Useless. Gone. What in him? Who said that again? Frigidators. Frigidator. Wow, that is like my new best friend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> privateer are you gonna start a facebook page get angel yes. back <laughs> privateer frigideer fan club because he's awesome <laughs> or she. i was rather disappointed that angel went out like that kind of seemed a little light but it does put a bookend on the character and it gives an opening to explain his backstory though there seems little reason anyone needs to know and then yari defended angel's death angel died well and that's all i ever asked for him after he fell with the tower i wanted a death for angel that was good a death that had meaning i didn't want his life to be wasted and it wasn't he saved riley he helped save his friends he was such a badass and he was still breathing after a fall from what was it a 16-story building you wanted him to go out with a blaze of glory wraith holy shit dude he survived a hell of a fall as i was as as hell no none of us would have survived that then his last word was basically to give the finger to Scratch. What more do you want? He was a defiant. I, I just wish he would have died, or just the fall killed him. You know, like he he died in the in the battle instead of in a hospital ten days after the battle. You know. Well, if you if you believe Tardos, then he did die in the battle. He died from the fall. His, his body, body just hasn't cut off yet. Yeah. No, I mean, which by the way is an awesome line. That it is. <laughs> I, I liked his little. What was his stupid like little catchphrase every time a. Angel. I thought angels could fly. Uh, oh, oh yeah. wait! I, I like, got a better uh, one. I have a better oh, one. Can kill yourself. <laughs> Every time an RPG is fired, an angel gets its wings. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, I have to give props to Angel. I know he did change throughout the story, but in the, I just still think of him as that little pansy, you know, kid out of. Oh, thanks. And thanks. Uh, he's dead. I know he's, he's dead, dead you know? but I mean, the fact that he did, he, you know, his last words were "fuck you" to Scratch. I thought that was pretty badass. I thought that was pretty good. Let's see. Oh, Z Sniper on the forum, who's actually Victor, which is actually Otto. <laughs> he sounds familiar. <laughs> Otto, okay. He said, re- this is regarding being Victor, Victor being killed off, because someone was like, you know, please don't kill Victor. He's my last favorite character, blah, blah, blah. He says, I'm not trying to, goddammit, but there's this guy, Casey, who beholds the mighty pen, or <laughs> keyboard, and once he has a little glass of wine, there's no telling what he'll do to us. I mean, look at my man, Angel, splat in your face. <laughs> So by the way, can I just say that Otto is by far one of my favorite cast members oh. because he's always on the forum and he is always awesome. Yeah. I, I met Otto at the We're Alive meetup in LA and he was so cool to talk to. Like, he's so cool. He is and he's like, so appreciative of everything, yes. you know, of the support of the fans and that's always, you know, really good to hear. Too. If you've ever seen his art, unlike his that Jim Gleason guy, too. Jim Gleason, unless, uh, you know, unlike him who never appreciates anything. 
Anyway. Wow, that's like a year old feud you just rehashed. I know, I needed to rehash it. I haven't done like, it in a while. I think it literally is a calendar year. I don't think you've mentioned Jim Gleason in a bad way since I think <laughs> May of last year. Yeah, do what I gotta do, man. But Whatever. Yeah. I ain't judging, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Were you saying something, Wraith? What? Oh, I was saying, oh, uh, Otto Stark does really cool artwork. Like, really, oh, really yeah, cool artwork. Oh, yeah, agreed, yes. It's like, yes. It, the paintings look amazing. Yeah, like, check Their eyes look real, and it's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, let's see, we have another thing on here that'll lead us kind of to the next topic from di- Diorium, di- Diarrhea. <laughs> D-Y-H-O-E-R-I-U-M. Anyone want to take a guess on how to pronounce that? No, I'm Diary. good, thanks. All right, whatever. I was just thinking about the rings that Darius, Scratch, and Angel have. It reminded me that in Chapter 16-3, around 120, Angel said he knew who Latch was because of the ring, and it has, quote, two birds wrapped around a stone. Angel says he knew it was him because someone asked if they would remove it, if they should remove it. Looking back, how would they have known it was Latch when they asked if they should remove it? Sure, there are explanations, but this seems like such a big hint I missed. I'm guessing Darius, Scratch, and Angel have similar rings as to which La- what Latch had. Not that it tells me anything about what they mean. A few people have mentioned that they could be some sort of mafia. I hadn't considered that. There are definitely hints that make me think mafia style, but others that think they're related by blood. I think I'm leaning more towards blood-related. See, I was thinking mafia the whole time, but mm-hmm. really, blood rings? Yes, yeah, so let's like, talk I, about Angel and his quote family. So, what do you guys think about that? I'm that going uh, as of right now. My thought is that it's blood related, with, with, like sort of like you know the Corleones is blood related, but it's also like at least the core of the family, like you know Michael and 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 wow, I forgot all the rest of their names. Whatever you know who I'm talking about the, the actual the actual family of the Corleone family, like they get the rings and then they have their little syndicate <clears throat> crime family around them who are like you know made men who are not actually part of the family but are brought into the family to protect them. I feel like it might be something like that because why else would you know? Because it's got to be blood related because it's Angel's father. You have your father's name. The father so must it, be someone big, like someone like a hotshot, like. Yeah. Do you think he, that would be the that he would be from the head family? Okay, so or the, or the head of a family. There is a theory uh, yeah. on that, and I want to say, yeah, this is from Cabbage Patch. Um, said from this episode, we know that Angel is connected with quote one of the families and named after his father. I'm assuming the family refer the families refers to the mafia. There was a famous mafia hitman named Frederick the Angel Tenuto. Spell it T E N U T O. His last name and our angels are spelled differently, and there's a big time gap between the two. But I think it's too close to be a complete coincidence. Tenuto escaped from the Philadelphia County Prison along with Willie Sutton in 1947. He spent 10 years on the FBI's most FBI's 10 most wanted list and is rumored to have died in the early 60s. The Sounds more you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and, I, Wraith, I don't think you got a chance to answer. What do you think about the, is it uh, blood-related? Is it crime syndicate family-related? What do you think? I, I, I was thinking mafia the whole time. Like, I mean, that okay. would make sense, right? Like, he would, and I mean, the way they, like, paid tribute to his father was, like, I thought it, I, I thought it was mafia anyway. And, like, yeah, I guess that could explain how he can hotwire cars, and he must have run with that kind of crowd at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what everyone's been assuming for the longest time was it was, 
I, at least I'm going to say assuming. Uh, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, Angel grew up as, like, some sort of hoodlum. How else would he know how to wire cars? Because that's not something you pick up in, you know, your little auto shop class when you're a straight-A student. You don't figure out how to hotwire a car. So, obviously, he did something in his past that uh, he was not proud of anymore, and he was trying to deny it, but he didn't ever give up that aspect of his personality, or else he wouldn't have the ring anymore. I have, this seems cooler than, like, a hoodlum kind of thing. That's like, I have he's it, classy. He's mafia. Yeah, I have it pictured, like, has it been determined or confirmed that Scratch has dark hair? Yes. Okay, so I just have, like, this crowd of, you know how, like, you know, in stories, people typically with black hair are, you know, the villains. It's, like, evil. It's, you know, whereas you have the princesses are always blonde. You have, like, Peach and Zelda, and, I mean, those guys are totally legit. Yeah. Anyway, so I have a, just an image of, you know, Angel and, like, this family of, like, you know, villains, like, really dark, like black hair, dark tones, and, you know, just blah, and then you have Angel, a little blonde kid, and, you know, I think if he will, if he grew up in that kind of, na- that upbringing, you know, his personality only, honestly was too pansy-like to be a real badass, I think. Thanks. You know, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, and I, I could see him, you know, joining the military to kind of, like, try to get out of that lifestyle. So, I mean, it, yeah. I don't know jack shit about how the families work or any of this mumbo-jumbo you kids have been talking about, but that's <laughs> I, I can follow enough to see, you know, where you're coming from, and that's kind of Man, you need to watch a couple of mob movies. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I need to play The Godfather. I'm, that, that's how I'll get my fix. <laughs> you know what? If you if you play The Godfather game, uh, you will get a better understanding of what we're talking about. Yes, I will agree. Okay. I love that game. I'm still playing it. Oh, well, good. Still. Okay. I love running over pedestrians. It's fun. <laughs> oh, you must like Grand Theft Auto then, too. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Give me my money back. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Tanya and her little situation. So we talked about this a little bit earlier and how, you know, Wraith and I think agree that we don't blame them for, you know, the Irwin folk for keeping her quarantine. Because if she said, you know, took this, you know, slow turn a few weeks of turn, well, she's only been bit for instead a month. So that's what, four weeks. And he, had, he hadn't con- turned completely yet. So there was some sort of like transfer of bodily fluids yeah, and here and here's something that i posted and i'm uh i'm not sure that there's a really good way to answer it right now is how is it that slow turning happens right you I know saw what i mean that. like what what prompts someone to go from being you know fully turned in like two seconds or a minute or whatever to taking weeks and months to That's make that ha- to have that happen wouldn't it be bloodstream like if it gets into your bloodstream and then it'll travel through very quickly. Whereas if it was just like, I don't know, it's like if it's stuck in some muscle tone, it wouldn't be able to spread properly. So it's like it would slowly like infect you slowly, like bit by bit until eventually like it has one of those walking dead slow turning moments where it's like they. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like, definitely a logical explanation. I like kind of where Nick was going with yours. Like, did you have to be bit by a slow turner? Is there like a chain that has to. Occur? Right. Like how if and if that's the case, you know, how does that even start? Because right. it's got to happen to someone first before it can happen to anyone else. I mean, else. you know, Wraith is using science and logic <laughs> to his advantage, but that's never fun. Come on. <laughs> no, it's I, don't th- I don't think there's, like, a special breed called the slow turner, so I-, I feel like it's something just, like, it's the way that it happens, like, the circumstances under which it happens, like, that's what would cause. See, I like to dig a little too deep and make this into a bigger deal than it is, because I love, like, bull zombie lore. Like, what if, you know, let's say, like, Tawny and Saul are, are immune. Maybe they have some sort of gene or they have just the right combination of something. So what if there's other people that kind of sort of have like one or the other, but they don't have everything they need. So therefore it takes them longer to turn. Oh, huh. yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's good. Well, that's, that's interesting. Good. Eh, you know, 
that, that's what I do. That's what I contribute. That's how I contribute oh. to this podcast about a podcast. Uh, this is why. This is why you're the host. That, this this is... is exactly why. <laughs> Casey couldn't find anyone else. <laughs> um, okay, so have we all touched base on that about Tanya and her situation, or have we even really? Nick, what do you think about that? About about Tanya and the in the slow turning about being her. Oh, being quarantined. Yeah, fuck fuck her. Keep her in the room. Oh my god. Because <laughs> you know what? What's you know what's in in Kimmy's head? What's going to happen is I let her out. She's going to turn, and I'm screwed because now I have. You know, now it, you it just, it just takes base. exactly. And yeah, what do you over. do? Yeah, and at that point, you keep your quarantine. And I'm sure within that quarantine room, there's probably a way to suck the air out or some nonsense, so you yeah. can kill her without even having to open the door or some crazy military thing. You know, what would be really creepy. It would be fucking awesome. Like, you know, now that it has, I mean, I just have this feeling that Tanya just isn't going to make it. I feel like she's going to something's going to happen to her, and it might be related mm-hmm. to the bite. It might not. I'm not sure. But wouldn't it be so freaking cool if, like, have you guys seen, is it 28 weeks later, or is it days later? 28 days. When, I saw days well, later. I, I, think it's, it's, I think I'm thinking of weeks, yeah, of um, when the dude's in the quarantine room or something, and he turns, or she's in the quarantine room. Anyway, if, like, you know, he, uh. she breaks out somehow, and then, or whatever, and they go in the quarantine room, and Tawny's all, like, zombified, like, banging her head against, like, the windows and whatnot, like, oh, God. That'd be so cool. No, maybe I'm just demented. Okay. All right. So, okay, okay. Think about this. Um, what, Do you think she'll ever get out? Like, is there, like, is do, can you think of any circumstances where Tanya would leave that room? Maybe if, like, Fort Irwin, something happened to Fort Irwin, and for some reason, like, all of their personnel weren't able to hold off an attack, whether it be zombie. Like, uh, see, well, I don't again. think any, any force could take Fort Irwin. Like, that's, like... Like I like the colony doesn't seem like I mean against fully trained military personnel like like the colony nor the Mollers neither of them would be able to take those guys. Maybe there's another group Well, remember that there's a gigantic horde that they flew over top of, and they don't know exactly where it's walking. And uh, man, I feel like if if you could if you could bring in like military airstrikes and artillery, I mean that is a whole different ballgame then. Like, yeah, they'd have to do it before they approach, you know, Fort Irwin. Otherwise, I mean, yeah. hello, look at the blast radius and whatnot. But yeah. I could see maybe that happening, and then you know, Michael like making a last ditch effort to go like save Tawny from quarantine, and they all flee via chopper because Pegs flew in and she heard what was happening, and they all ride off into the sunset. See, I'm under the impression that they're gonna somehow end up in LA, like because Michael's intelligence, right? So he would need alert life if he was like to do his job like they know that the cause is in la so like they go to la and like intelligence operations there and then there and you can have like the maulers and the colony could meet in la and then you can have a battle there and then at the same time you could meet up saul and uh everyone else yeah i definitely don't think they're done with la there's too much to be explored there exactly yeah no, there's absolutely no. Because remember, yeah. the the other part of what Kimmel is doing is trying to retake ground mm-hmm. that he's lost. So if he's trying to retake ground, and we have someone that knows L.A. really well because he was there surviving for two months, mm-hmm. yeah, Michael's most likely that's what, how what, he's going back. What what, what does Kimmel gain by taking L.A. though? Like, what does he gain? He, the human. He gains race. back. A, he he regains a city. But I mean, that city is like there's nothing left of it, right? There's no food sources there. There's not like. There's if always take, there's always resources to be farmland, found. You can use that to your advantage, but if you gl- regain LA, like what w- what would you use it for? I mean, I, it could be used as like a symbol of the hope or something, but like I don't know. What, do you, raw what materi- are you gaining? Raw materials is you can take and break down into other things. You can take and melt on cars to uh, I don't know make bullets again because it's all metal. I don't That's know if true. it's the right kind of metal. 
don't get me wrong. Like, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, which but I'm sure I am. Would be a closer city that they could use? Like, why, why L.A.? Because L.A. is so much further away. I'm sure there's, like, a closer city to Irwin, right? Well, yeah, but if you're if you, if you consider what he is considering, what Kim is considering, which is we're in a war, you retake mm-hmm. all the ground you can. It doesn't matter where it is. But you want you to retake everything. everything. Can, like, because you you have a limited number of soldiers. Can you really defend L.A. and uh, and the base? And uh, I mean, you have your stronghold in Colorado. And like, would you really be wanting to spread your men? Then you would want. If I was Kimmich, I would want to keep like a strong forces and keep absolute control over the places that I could control. So quality over quantity, I guess. Yeah, and I'm saying that he wants to probably eradicate things, and I'm t- basing that off of where he just came from. I agree with. I mean, Wraith, I see what you're saying, and I agree with you. I mean, I think L.A. definitely would be, like, a symbol of hope, and there are materials there. I would think L.A. would be more of, like, for now, like, a, a visit, you know, let's go there, get some shit, fly back. Yeah. Because, I mean, to rebuild L.A. and, like, take that, that's a very ambitious project, yeah. especially considering... The, especially with the zombie threat. The zombie around, threat, like... and considering the, the current state of everything. Um, I mean, who knows how it'll go into play. I mean, I just feel like that would be something that wouldn't happen for many years. Just remember, he came from Pentax. Where's what's Pentax? Where's Pentax? Pentax, Pen- Pentax is a nuclear arms facility. Yeah, maybe oh. we'll like so, nuke all of LA that's... and then they'll retake it. There, Ooh, that'd be. Okay. There you go. That's what they'll do. <laughs> um, Cupcake Zombie touched on something that was touched on during the whole Tanya scene. Um, what was interesting about the first part of this was the discussion and how they can tell if someone is turned, which isn't by the blood. This can mean two things. They can't find detect what is in the blood that causes them to turn. There is nothing in the blood to detect. Because they mentioned autopsy, we know that there must be some structure, structural dam- changes to the body, what sort, but it is interesting that they can't find anything in the blood. The first is more likely, for example, current HIV medications can reduce the virus circulating in the blood to levels where it is undetectable, but if the second is true, then blood transmission might not be possible. How have the people turned that we have seen so far? Riley and Peg said in Chapter 1 that they only saw people smashed into each other. Otherwise, it has mostly been bites, which is, lends itself to being caused by saliva rather than blood. But I think it's got to be both because they were saying that the blood splattered on people and they turned. Mm-hmm. So it's it's got to be just bodily fluid transmission sort of in general. I don't think it it's one or the other. I think it's got to be both. Right. Um. There is a, I thought I had copied on here, but there was a post on the forum. I don't know who it was by, but they said that they have thought of the infection kind of like, you know, when an animal has rabies, you can't detect it. The only way you can de- find it, I think, is when you do an autopsy of the brain. And mm-hmm. so that kind of might, if that's, let's just say that's how it works with the people, um, you know, that's why, you know, Kim, it was like, no, we're not doing an autopsy because, you know, that's the only way you could tell and that would not be good. Um, and finally, we have a comment from, uh, I'm going to say diarium again, (laughs) (laughs) about the Maulers. The Maulers seem to have a pretty advanced medical staff and facilities. First guess is that they're at the colony, but that might be too easy. Really? I I don't think so. I don't buy that. Um, sometimes the simplest answer is the right one. I think it's the colony. Really? Yeah, because Doctor So Doctor Jason doesn't know to stay the fuck out of Scratch's way. If he if he was part of the traveling band of merry misfits, uh, he would know by now. Scarface is not to be trifled with. That's true. Actually, yeah, when you say it that way. And the uh, and I I tried to listen to this and I I really tried to find uh sound effects that matched up uh between when we know we were in the hospital and the colony in like chapters eighteen and nineteen to the sound of the door this time. 
but I couldn't get the sounds to match up, and I think Casey Damn, may that's have dedication, I, bro. I I tried, and I couldn't <laughs> find one. I couldn't find a door that matched. But <clears throat> I really think it's. I think I think they have to be at the colony. We know they went down south. Do we? Was there when they were at the colony? Was there any mention of Tanya being quote the only medical staff at the time? No, she's not the only medical staff. She has there. There are other doctors and nurses that were there before, but they've all gone home now because they had just cleaned up Sean's team from getting decimated. Mm. Plus, if uh, if there's like a couple thousand people at the colony, I'm sure they would have at least two or three. Yeah, doctors, one would think. Right? I just couldn't remember if there was any like mention of her. So I don't know. Maybe this person just came to the colony, or who knows. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is all I have for this episode. Of course. No, 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 unless no. Unless no. you have more things oh, to say. No, no cuz remember we still have the the we're not dead chap uh episode 37 thread that didn't get touched on either. See, so you have That's... more things to say, so therefore we are not done I... with this episode. No. Continue. Yay, longer episode for everybody. Yay. Unless you're sick of hearing us talk, at which point you should probably turn us off cuz <laughs> we're going to talk longer. Sorry. <laughs> um <clears throat> Jama Juicer uh, 111 uh, said, I felt a stab of sadness as a certain character was discontinued in the story by a bullet. Then I heard the <laughs> other prisoner thinking, uh oh, Lizzie's about to get that blonde beaten out of her. Which I think Nurse Britt should also. Uh, that makes no sense. Then a manly cough, and at this point I'm desperate for any good news and think it's not possible. Holy shit! Woohoo! A certain next marine comes back from the grave. I think I see a badass Terminator uh, will be uh, back esque. Escape in their future, and what escape would be complete without a flying squid that's propelled by Saul's burrito farts as the escape vehicle? Wow. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Why, why are you, why, to this person, why are you named Jamba Juicer 111? Why not just Jamba Juicer? That's all. Because 111 uh, symbolizes threesomes, my man, so maybe he likes threesomes and Jamba oh, wow. Juice. You are good. Uh, you know, I, you are this good. is like I Damn. said, this is how I contribute to this podcast. <laughs> Um, that is that. That's an insight into uh, in, into Brit, evidently. <laughs> Leave yeah, it to me to know all the brain. perverted and nasty facts. Um, so that was a theory <laughs> that we just heard, which is a cool theory. However, um, there's no mention of me and Doctor Jason. So what people don't understand is that now I have a thing oh. with Pete the Water Guy, oh. Doctor Jason, and who else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Uh, Michael. Uh, oh yeah, Michael. What, what, because was it Michael or was it G.I. Joe? No, I think it was Michael because now Pegs left him, so now Michael's, you know, fresh off. Right, so Mike, right, right, right. right. So Michael, Michael, uh, man, you whore. <laughs> I'm juggling them bitches, man. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so, like, basically every time a new character is introduced, it is now Nurse Britt's uh, Fuck friends. claimed. Yes. Yes. Bye. All right. Friend, friends with benefits. Uh, Adventureless Hero, I told Casey that I was for the time in nearly a year holding off to listen to uh, this episode uh, upon its release so I could enjoy it with my friends as a listening party. So we all heard it together yesterday evening. After the credits, we all sat there in silence. No one even drank their beer. It was a good three minutes at least until someone broke the silence by saying, Damn. <laughs> I honestly did not see this coming. I knew that Angel Bird were in Scratch's captivity, but I thought they all escaped together. My friends and I are totally crushed. Oh. So, Wraith, you're not alone. Maybe you can hold a memorial service online for everybody. <laughs> that might give you some closure. Well, um, I, I, I'm glad I got a chance to, I li like, I, I listen. Because, like, because in the last couple of weeks, I've been so busy that I would even, I would forget that a new episode came out until, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'd be like, oh, wait, that's right. That's what I forgot. And I would listen to it. I, I am glad because I got, like, a couple text messages. Like, and it was just like, hey, 
did you listen to 29-3? Or like, ah, <laughs> oh. you mad, bro? Can, I, can like, I just... Can I just say, uh, on Monday morning, I got a message from Casey on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you know, before this, you know, whatever, I, I, I am an admin of the forums, and that's kind of like it, aside from working with Brett on this podcast. And he sent me a message like, "Hey, uh, I'm going to need an extra hand, um, policing spoilers on the Facebook page. You want to help me out?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> oh. Fuck, something's about to happen. And the only thing I could think of was it was Tanya because we know that Tanya's in trouble. And I was like, something's like, Kimmy's going to walk in and just like pop her right in the head. And I started looking at all the face. I haven't been able to listen to the episode at this point. And I'm seeing all these people start posting about stuff. And they're like, I see, holy shit, epic. God damn, that was, oh, oh my God. And all this other stuff. And I was like, Oh my god, what happened? Whatever, bro, and then you did that to me. You sent me a text like, holy shitballs or something. And then, of course, I couldn't listen to the text met the episode for like eight more hours. So, oh. I forget what your schedule is, and I keep forgetting you damn West Coast people are three hours behind me. Whatever. God, I know. At least I didn't tell you. At least I was kind enough to give you the opportunity to listen before I said, hey, by the way, you know what happened? Oh, that's <laughs> happened to me before, especially when I get emails from people for the word. Oh, oh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the the season two finale, right uh-huh. when the towers collapsed, and the, I was I was in India on vacation at the time, and so like when it aired, it was like you know like three in the morning for me, so I didn't listen to it at all. Mm-hmm. So when I went back online, I was like, oh, I'm gonna start downloading this. And my parent or my grandparents who I was staying with, they have like the crappiest internet you can possibly <laughs> imagine. So it took like four hours to download the podcast. So I'm just like sitting there and looking around and I got like four <laughs> messages saying, oh, my condolences, my friend. And I was like, oh, great. Angel's dead. Oh, no. Uh, that was fun. Okay. Hey, at least you got to experience him dying again. Yeah. Oh. I, at least I got to have some hope for four months and then realize, oh, he's he's not dead. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. Oh, no, no. It's worse. Nope. He's dead oh, again. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite dead. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. That sounds like um, a, a new like podcast twist off of We're Not Dead. Like, Angel's, Ooh, Angel's still back. not dead. Now Angel's dead. <laughs> still not. Okay, continue. Um, Dog from Duck Hunt said, sad to see Angel go out. Was hoping for a heel turn with him uh, getting with Scratch. Worse than that he died before Saul and Lizzie, which I agree with. Um, shouldn't have seen uh, should have seen that coming. Can't be out here saving blind kids and puppy dogs and expect to live. <laughs> On the upside, Bert might feel like a piece of garbage for questioning him. Uh, loving Scratch and Tardis right now. Yeah, Bert, you dick. Uh, what? Well, I don't even know. Rick just has uncontrollable and... anger. I have anger. At, right now, at uh, this I'll point, he doesn't really like know who to direct it at, so just, you know. I'm just going to be angry at everyone. Why couldn't Saul die? Maybe he should die. Oh, God. And then well, all it... the Saul fans will be so sad, and then I'll laugh. I will laugh at their face. Oh, hey. Like, haha. You know, you know what you could do to make yourself feel a little better? I can what? do like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon and blame this on Saul if you'd like. Oh, sure. Okay. I, I would love to see this. Yes, do this. Okay, here we go. All right. So. The reason that the tower was attacked was because Saul set up the fake exchange, and the reason that the fake exchange happened was because Saul went off on his own to try and find Lizzie, and because of uh, Lizzie falling asleep because she was with Saul, because he was sick. So Saul, because he made Lizzie's tired, she fell asleep, got kicked out, got kidnapped, he went out to get her, the tower gets attacked, falls, therefore Saul killed Angel. Oh, that bastard. I know, what the hell? all along. I knew... From the very first episode, he he had a grudge, man. You can tell. <laughs> this this is his master master plan. Aww. Uh, Aww. 
that was actually that was good. That was yeah, well played, Nick. Excellent. Oh. Very good. Good. I'm I'm, I'm glad I can help you out. Awesome. Um, and then just one more quick one. Uh, Lido two five o two says. Uh, basically, uh, I don't know why everyone's happy that uh, Angel didn't tell the Maulers that the Tower folks went to Fort Irwin. If he'd given the Maulers that info, they would have traveled 200 miles in zombie-infested car-clogged roads, and they would have been killed by strong military force when they got there. Uh, to be sure, Angel did right by his friends by not letting the Maulers know where the Tower guys went, but uh, since Angel wasn't privy to what awaited them and they got to Irwin. But the reality was Angel didn't save the remnants of the Tower. He unintentionally saved the lives of the Maulers. Yeah, Angel's that little bitch. Now Bert's gonna oh. get his ass kicked. F Angel. Oh, well, you know, hey, Angel got uh, got killed, so it's okay. Bert, you can take a little beating. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, honest, you know, that's that's a very good point, though. Uh, it's a good point, but, I mean, but Angel it's... didn't know. He had no idea that like no, Fort Irwin no, would be I know, but something. I mean, I think if you know Angel, it's it was good for Angel not to do that. I mean, now at least Angel has some dignity now that he's like you know dead and can't redeem yeah. himself unless we. Because then all the haters would be like, "Oh, Angel, that dick." Like me. No, no you know what, that. dude? If he had given them up, you have no idea how hard I would have uh, railed yeah. on him for the rest of this exist the the rest of your existence. Really, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to show my face anymore. I'd be like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to go back. Everyone's gonna hate on Angel. I don't want to defend him anymore." It's yeah. Already dead. Yeah. No, a very interesting point, though. But um, yeah, I mean, for Angel's sake and for. Shane's I hope thing. Victor doesn't die because he's like, I mean, after Angel, he's like my number two. It's like if, if Victor dies, that's gonna be. Yeah, remember what Victor out. said? You know, he doesn't. It's that dude Casey with a pen and a glass of wine that Casey. it all comes down to. Casey, you gotta lay off that wine, man. Yes. Yeah, Blair, if you're listening, <laughs> knock the wine glass out of Casey's hand <laughs> right it. now. No, Casey. Every time I visit those two, they always have the. And I, I'm such an idiot, and they're gonna call me an idiot. But I can never remember what kind of what dragon something dragon. I don't know. Dragon. Is that no no? Is that the wine? There's a wine and it has like the oh, name Dragon know. in it or something, and it's really 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 good. So if that's what he's drinking, you can send the bottle to me because it's really good, and that's the only time <laughs> I ever drink wine. Anyway, <laughs> random fact. Speaking of drinking and having a good time, Nick, why don't you tell us about this meetup again you guys are having soon? We're alive. Takes a bite out of the Big Apple on Monday, June fourth, starting at six o'clock in Times Square. We're going to Dave and Buster's. There's now a Facebook event. So if you are on Facebook and you are a fan of We're Alive and you are in the tri-state area or anywhere that you feel like coming from to come to Dave & Buster's in the tri-state area, uh, by all means, respond to the Facebook event. Let us know that you're coming. Uh starts at 6 o'clock, ends at whenever Dave & Buster's kicks us out. And at that point, it's whenever New York City decides it wants to kick us out, which is never because my city never sleeps. So, so there may be go. after party happiness. There may not. Who knows? Uh, the award show is the next day, so I'm sure that um, Casey, Blair, and Grayson are probably going to crash at some given point in time so they can be all, like, you know, prettified for when they win an awesome award. Yeah. I hope. Fingers crossed, everyone. Yeah. Uh, for the Audis in, uh, in right? New York City. Yep, June 4th. June 4th. I will be in LA for E3. However, everyone else have go and have fun and I'm kind of jelly because that'd be really fun to go to. Yes. All right, man. Um, and also, hmm? uh, just announced today, actually, on the Facebook page, um, July, I want to say it was 27th, which is a Friday, mm-hmm. there's going to be another We're Live live event. Oh, they announced Wait, what? it. Yes, they did. What? Oh, they did. Oh, where is it? Oh, Casey it Wayland, you were supposed to text me the second you announced it. Okay. I well, didn't know. he didn't. Wait, when is it um, and where? I don't know, and yeah. I don't know. I All really I know is it's LA. I just, oh, it's it is somewhere on the west coast. It, I mean, it it will be, and I'm pretty sure it'll be you in the LA? LA area. Yeah, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's going to be in the LA area because that's where you know 
everyone and their mother is from. That would be so nice because I'm I because yeah I'll just announce this to the world. I live in Orange County and it's like that's not that's not far from LA, so it's like I can make it, I can make it. Whereas New York, there's no way in hell. Like, sorry, Casey, why? <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, that'll be really cool. I mean, I will be there, obviously, and... I will also be there. Yeah, and... Do you want to meet me? You can console me. Now that I'm looking at it, it doesn't look that that official. It's a to-be-determined, but uh, here's the exact wording. To-be-determined, but looking like July 27th. So it awesome. necessarily hasn't been announced, announced, but keep your calendar open on that day, because that may very well be an, uh, a day for a We're Alive event. In L.A. Uh huh. Yep. A live performance by actors on July twenty seventh. Details to file. Yep. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you think they'll do a live performance of? Maybe it'll be of Chapter Thirty. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, we did a Reddit event with Casey yesterday. Which I missed he... because I had a final at that time. Ugh. Huh. Sucks <laughs> to be you. Yeah. Uh, but he did tell us what the uh, chapter title for Chapter Thirty will be. And Ooh, what is it? If you want to know, Tell stay us. tuned. If oh. you don't want to know, stop listening oh, okay. in five, I thought four, four, we're gonna do three, oh, you should two, go to my blog. one, short-term memory. I'm sorry. Did that disappoint you? Hmm. No, I'm processing. Oh, okay. It just sounded like it just sounded like it hit like a ton of bricks. It's like short-term memory. Oh. Well, may, I, I, I'm sorry, that doesn't have like any relevance or anything. What, what, what would... Maybe Bert has only a short-term memory. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh, sucky. Oh. All right, well, hey, that will be awesome to listen to. And I will just say there's an ad going up for the next We're Alive, um, and, and, and it's going to be cool, I think, because I know the ad and I know the person who runs the ad, so it'll be fun. Yay. Go me. Is it you? No, it's not me. Oh. I know. <laughs> That's another thing you can all look forward to is a cool ad next episode of We're Live. <laughs> nothing to do with octopus tanks and other <laughs> whatever it is that they've advertised in the past. Did you know I have like, uh, no, yeah, I'm not actually going to say that. But uh, you're fine. I, what? I have a fear of octopi. You started it. Let's go. terrifying. You have a fear of octopi? Yeah. They're <laughs> really scary. I don't know why. Is it all the tentacles? So, so, I don't know. Oh, they're, they're scary as hell to me. Like, so all of our pictures. talk of flying squids and stuff has been really kind of freaky to you, hasn't it? No, I, I'm okay with squids, though. It's just That's, so it's, so it's no just octopi. Octopi. It's just octopi. I don't know. That's a funny I don't know how ass this works. word, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Octopi. Octopi tie-dye. It's golden. Okay. So, Wraith, I want to thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for letting me be here. Yes, it was, this is it, a good morning it, was, it was a good episode for you to come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, I'd like to thank you for being an asshole. Cause, you know, uh, thanks, Dick. I do it so well. You, you do do it very well. And I'd like to thank my immune system for kicking my illness's ass. I'm still a little manly Yay. voice, but I'm not as manly voice, so that's always good. Um, there we manly go. Woods? Manly Woods. I heard someone say that I was like Zabu from, my voice sounded like Zabu from uh, the Guild Wars. Oh. Right. Okay. I didn't see that one coming. There you go. Cool. All right. So for Nick, for Wraith, and for me, thank you for putting up with our crazy antics, and we will be back in two weeks. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>